Hello, dear listener. I'm Dean Ardenfell, and this is The Corporation, the podcast where I interview employees of the many subsidiaries of my favorite multinational conglomerate, Hogswood Cooper Media. And we got a wonderful episode for you today. I talked to the interim director of a brand new cruise line that's docking in some very unusual places around the world and uh, also innovating with their public health strategy. Then I spoke with the showrunner of a hot new reality show that's bringing couples together and tearing them apart and putting them back together again fascinating stuff. I spoke with them both in the studio. We had a great time. I think you're really going to love this episode. But first, I want to read this great five-star review I got recently. If you want to have your review featured on a future episode, just go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review, and then pop a little message in the comment box. It could be a nice note about the podcast, or it could be your favorite corporation, or your favorite CEO, maybe your favorite legal loophole, whatever you like. This one comes from Kane, who says... I've been searching for something that can make me feel again, and my long, fruitless search has finally come to an end. This podcast elucidated life's mysteries and allowed me to meet the loving embrace of capitalism. Thanks, Kane. I'm really glad I could help you come to that conclusion. Capitalism is definitely something I think we should lovingly accept and try not to fight. All right, last but not least, I just want to thank all of the folks who came out to the live episode we did of The Corporation this past week. It was so wonderful. It was great to see you all there. We had a great time. And you're going to get to hear that in your feeds very soon, so stay tuned. But now, without further ado, I hope you enjoy this brand new episode of The Corporation. My first guest is the interim cruise director for Dainty Duchess Cruise Lines, a ship that launched in February of 2020 and has proudly continually operated ever since, traveling some of the lesser-known international waters and secret ports of the world. In his spare time, he enjoys creating tapestries of his own family members. Please welcome Paul Tony Ginlo. Wow. Oh, no one's ever started with like a race car effect. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. It's, um, it's one of those days. Is it? You're coming in hot, I guess, is what you're saying. Yeah. Um... I had a cold brew. Okay. Well, that's, that, I can't do that. that First time ever. For, you've never had a cold brew? No. Uh, you I've know had what? a hot brew. You and I are kind of in the same. I had one or two, and then I wasn't allowed to anymore. Uh, I was acting Uh-oh, apparently. I wasn't allowed to. Someone have trouble at home? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was uh, a short-lived relationship, and the, the one uh, cold brew actually was the thing that did it. But well, enough about me. What about you? Elephant in the room here, you're the interim director. What does that mean exactly? That means um, for the moment, I am the director. Sure. Um, there, uh, there's been a long search for a new one. Has there? And uh, um, Have you been the interim director since the, the company was founded in February 2020? There was uh, one and a half hours where we had a director at the launch. Oh, okay, at the launch. And yeah. I've been interim uh, ever since. And um, So that person must have made the decision very quickly. They no longer wanted to be a part of the they business. They made the decision to fall overboard very, oh, very that. soon into the launch. Was the literal a, launch. You know, when they, you know those videos when they launch a, a yacht and it, lo- it goes down sideways? 
off of these metal yes, rails yes. and then it splashes and a bunch of nerds are over like 700 yards away watching. Y- yeah, so you're talking when when the boat goes in sideways, a lot of times it sort of like tilts at a 45 degree angle before it rights itself. Yeah, it's called angular bobble. Angular bobble. Yeah. <laughs> and when it's angularly bobbling like that, sometimes you lose one or two. Yeah. And uh, you just happen to lose. Our director was on top with the big scissors. Wow. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, he was ready for the ceremony. Wow. We should have waited to mm. get the mayor and all the different sure. area nonprofits together all up on yeah. the deck. They were all in like a big horseshoe shape with the big scissors and a rope. <laughs> not, not a ribbon. <laughs> not a ribbon. Because, a you know, we love knots It's here a nautical thing. You, have boat. To, you yeah. cut a rope at a, at a boat. I thought, you, I thought you smashed a bottle of champagne against the, uh, the hull of the ship. I did. Yes. You, no, <laughs> that was what the news that really... That wasn't an accusation. That's a, uh, it's a custom, as I understand. Uh, no, that, <laughs> the news treated it like an accusation. They okay. really zeroed in on me in the background, yeah. even though we lost the mayor and two of his daughters at that same moment. Okay, I think I understand, because I have seen some of the footage. I think I understand. The reason it was so controversial when you did that was because you were doing it as the mayor and the, uh, and the director were yeah. falling overboard. There was a quick moment. There was so much chaos that the yeah. sound of the breaking glass... Sounded like a gunshot. People were hitting the deck, literally. Okay. I, I thought it happened uh, concurrently, but what you're saying is... It was I'm not cause, supposed to talk about this. It was a cause this. and effect thing. I'm you not said, supposed to talk about this. You smashed the bottle. I'm not. My lawyer is waving at his neck. Yeah, I haven't had anybody with their legal counsel along with them in quite a while, and it does look like there's a lot of pantomime going on back there, so I'll move on. Um, this is an exciting new cruise line um, that launched just mm-hmm. before COVID hit, um, and you guys said you know we're going to continue to operate anyway, uh, full capacity. Uh, what was the decision-making process that. We saw an opportunity. We saw a Makes gap sense. in the market, yeah. and we filled it. Mm-hmm. And every day we fill that gap. Yeah, yeah, you're and still filling it, huh? Yeah. Um, it was started as necessity, mm-hmm. then we leaned into it. Now it's kind of like our tagline. Is it a tagline? Or is yeah, it? we're here through it. We're here through it. That makes sense, because, you know, cruise ships go through things like, you yeah, know. Yeah, uh, but then it was pointed and... out that it sounded, it was like a, you know, like the Titanic and the iceberg. Hmm. And Oops. our logo looks suspiciously like a boat going through an iceberg, and sure. our slogan is "We're here through it." Well, famously or infamously, I guess the Titanic didn't go through the iceberg. Huh? <laughs> sort huh. of ricocheted off of it. Um, I'm gonna have to look into that. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, seems like a, per- a, a director of a cruise ship might know the history. Um, but you, I mean, well, the way you got around it was that you've been sort of, I, I wouldn't would say hiding, but you've been sort of like out at sea in these sort of international waters and only coming into friendly ports because yeah. a lot of the nautical world, just, uh, it all shut down during COVID, but not you. You just found places to hang out in the yeah. different oceans. And, it's and been a development. Went, yeah. Um, you know duck hunting? The the, the video game? No. Or the, no, okay. No, the real life... You know, when the people, sure. they cover their boats in leaves and brush, sure, and they yeah. just park it in a swamp, yep. and then just shoot unsuspecting animals yeah, right. by putting fake ones? We do that, basically. That's how we started. Sure. We didn't have access to all these ports and secret places, so right. a lot of brush, a lot of surrounding uh, camouflage we put over the yachts. Okay, so when you say brush, I'm assuming you're like against a visual backdrop of like an island or something. Not always. Not always. Because out in the middle of the ocean, that all actually might be actually kind of noticeable. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, but your first thought isn't we should uh, indict everyone on that boat. Right. It's what, that's a big stick. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big pile of brush in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then by the time you've 
you processed it. Yeah. You're on to and the next thing. What are thing. your what are your what's your response when people ask? I know a lot of the initial staff of the cruise ship, lot, hundreds of people work on that ship. But you were basically not taking them back to land. No, we did a full despite some of them want, wanting to and directly asking, "Please take me back. I need to get back to my no, family." No, week 1 we did a herd immunity meeting. Okay. Oh, really? Where we voted on how we wanted to get it, uh-huh. how we should go about it. So we picked room 203. Mm. It was one of the only open rooms. Okay. Everyone had to go in there. Yeah. At the same time. Wow. Uh, well, this we is... couldn't fit everyone. There was a couple thousand people sure. on the boat. But we had this whole system like in a Google Doc mm. where everyone who had tickets was in the Google Doc. Sure. And then 400 people at a time would go into room 203. Wow. And, and expose themselves 15 to minutes. Another. Yeah. 15 minute sessions is what we called them. Wow. And then you get a voucher for the margaritas. Wow. Wow. And how many people were on that ship at that point? Uh, on record, 5,000. 5,000. And so with the original COVID death rate being at, what, 1% or 2%, I'm assuming you lost 100, 200 people um, in those early days? Co- yeah, COVID. To COVID. Because of, yeah, to yeah. COVID, 200. Oh, to, uh, 200. You thought I was talking about in general, but there have been more. Because I know, well, first of all, people, when the bobble happens, you lose them that way. Yeah. You lose them to COVID. I you, really shouldn't be talking about there's that. A lot, there's a lot of... Um, My lawyer's really yanking on his pants back there. I, <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, what do you call it, um, gastrointestinal diseases that... There are a lot of them, yes. Yeah, and, and yeah. you've had a lot of them too, right? Yeah, I mean, you really get used to this stuff when you work in the industry. It's sure. not that scary. It's not that exciting. Right. I think we become, I guess you could say, immune to... Uh, yeah, wow. To, wow. Uh, some people say desensitized. I say immune to yeah. uh, upsetting things. Um, yeah, well, it's a risk that but, you take when you go out on the ocean. Well, my thought is, if you die on the boat, mm-hmm. or you go home and you die at home. Okay. So why yeah. wouldn't you not die on boat? Instead, I bet if you asked any of the people who died on our cruises, I really should not <laughs> be saying this. But if you if you could ask any of them, yeah. uh, have me back on this show. We'll bring mm-hmm. a medium. We'll bring my medium. Oh wow! And she'll we'll bring up one of the people that died, and we'll ask them, "Would you rather die at your Michigan one-story house, sure, or on the second floor of our cruise at the Double D C L?" The Double D C L. Yeah, Dutch. Dutch, dainty Dutch, dainty Dutch cruise lines. lines, We've changed the name so many times, I forget where we are. Okay, interesting. That's another way to get away from uh, getting sued. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sure. At one point, uh, it was said that your cruise line was uh, said to be responsible for transmitting COVID to over ten countries that did not previously have it, just because you were coming Hmm. into port. Um, What is what's your response to that? I'm, I'm assuming those researchers are overstating that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they are overstating it. They are they're stating saying it, a lot. it everywhere. <laughs> they get on the news. They're yeah. going anywhere they can to state it. It's yeah. really annoying. Yeah, I bet. Really, really annoying. But um, I don't know. <laughs> okay, um, I'll, I'll move on because well, there's a lot of uh, gestures being made behind me. And I can't really – I don't know why you're – Yeah, I can feel the wind coming from him. I don't know he's what he's doing over there. Uh, let me just uh, lighten up the mood a little bit and ask you, you make these tapestries of your own family members, huh? Yeah, I have a rug gun. I don't know what that is. It's a gun that you put yarn in. Yarn in. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and then you get like a mat, mm-hmm. and then when you put it up to it and you shoot it, it like puts the yarn through one side, comes back to the other, the other and you can make designs. So um, this isn't a gun that I shoot once and it just spits out a complete rug. This is a gun no. that you sort of move around a mat and it like, I see, almost like a sewing machine, but for making a rug. Yeah, yeah. and then you use a razor on the back 
Yeah. To shave it and make it smooth. How did you get into this? Uh, necessity, again. Um, really? Yeah, I'm no, we got no angel funders or anything for these boats. Uh, okay. Duchess, dainty Duchess cruise line <laughs> would not exist if it weren't for years of hard rug making. Um, okay. To get the initial Capital. lump sum, yeah, yeah, I had to like prove to people that there's money in this bank account. So as the interim cruise mm-hmm. director, you mm-hmm. are also the sole investor that brought this business into being yeah you gotta do what you gotta do you've got a passion you got a love you got a life i suppose um, you weren't in te- originally you weren't the cruise director right was what was your position when you had a cruise director uh the doc doc <laughs> <laughs> i was the doc you were the doc it almost sounded like you were gonna say doc brown there <laughs> no um no. no i was the doc boy oh, uh, the so, doc, so not the doctor you were the doc boy i was D-O-C-K. the doc it's an old term that you should really update it because yeah. i'm a man now I'm a doc man. That's why they should update it? Yeah. Okay. So I kind of wait around. There's two. There's, I don't know if you've seen these videos yeah. where a boat. These are, so there's two jobs yeah. that a dock boy has. Okay. When they're on land, yeah. they wait at the dock and they wait for the rope to be sent down and then they tie it around the. Seems like he would know the, the name. Metal. Of <laughs> well, I've been on the admin side for so long right, now. Right. Yeah, but, but anyway, but the, the, you I tie it up. the bullhorn looking thing that's yeah, attached to the yeah, docks yeah. there, yeah. But when you're on the boat, yeah. dock boys that can be on the boat okay. certain days, they are then in charge of the mail. Have you seen these videos? No, why would Where I? Where a boat goes by a dock with a mailbox, and the dock boy jumps off, runs, grabs the mail, or puts the mail in, jumps back onto the boat. They don't stop. I, tr- I truly. Have never seen this. Does this actually is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not making this part up. Doc boy off, get paper. Uh-huh. Doc boy back on. But the thing is, if Doc boy doesn't get back on, he's stuck on dock, and the boat has to recircle. Uh, and has that happened to you? No. You've never been stuck no, on the dock. No, 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 no. They don't come back. Well, you I have not be here. That being said, you were only the dock boy for what, twelve to twenty-four hours, and then you were Years. The interim director. <laughs> Years. <laughs> I'm having a hard time with the timeline. No, okay. So you were a rug maker. You can have more than one job at a time. Okay, all right. You can be rug maker (laughs) and you can be duck boy, okay? Sure. I don't know why you're, I don't know how privileged your life is. You've never thought you couldn't be those two. Yeah. So you were a rug maker and uh, a funder of this cruise line uh, uh, and a dock boy. And I was in the right place, right time. And then you became the interim director. Uh, this is fascinating. It's fascinating, the timeline here. Um, I think we're going to have to move on to our second guest pretty soon. Um, but stick around, please. I, ha- I have so many more questions. Um, folks, my second guest today spices things up for couples in an unexpected way. Before we get to that, though, let's pause and hear a quick word from our sponsor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. It's time to escape your humdrum Michigan life. Take to the seas and experience dainty Duchess Cruise Lines. You'll visit some of the world's most exciting destinations. Life is about taking risks. When you cruise with us, you're choosing the liner with fewer pesky regulations than any other major cruise company. We've been operating at full capacity through the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. And guess what? Some of our passengers from our mated voyage in 2020 are having so much fun, we still haven't brought them home. Book today and save 50% by signing up for one of our work cruise packages, where in addition to being a guest, you'll also serve as dock boy, dock man, rug maker, or interim cruise director. Dainty Duchess Cruise Lines. We're here through it. Is that, is that the tagline? No, we're here through it. What the hell does that mean? 
through what? What what does it mean? Sounds dumb. And we're back. I'd like to remind you at this point, as I do every show, that I, Dean Ardenfell, am not and have never been an employee of Hogswood Cooper Media or any of its subsidiaries. Okay, we've been talking to Paul Tony Ginlow from Dainty Duchess Cruise Lines, and now I'd like to bring in my second guest, who works for a totally different subsidiary of Hogswood Cooper. She is a field producer for the hit reality TV show Celebrity Threesome on the Hogswood Love Network, or HLN. Celebrity Threesome is the show that pits six couples against each other in various challenges. The winning couple gets to swing with a mystery celebrity, while the losing couples must get divorces. In her spare time, she sifts through declassified documents for signs of an alien cover-up. Please welcome Fran Poplar. Hello, Fran. Hi. Great to have you here. Thanks for being here. Oh, my. Thank you for having me. What an exciting show. You're getting great ratings. Thank um, you. What, what, are, what, what is the show? Tell me what you're doing with these uh, couples. What kind of challenges you like to put them through to, for a chance to sleep with a mystery celebrity? The challenges I like to just do as many different kinds of things as possible. So I want the couples to come in and have absolutely no idea what kind of challenges they're going to do. Mm. And mostly physical, sometimes emotional, sometimes oh. intellectual, mostly physical. Mostly physical. And I'm not even, uh, I guess, uh, pardon my ignorance here. I haven't seen the show, but uh, what? Uh, where is this all taking place? Is it on an island? Is it on a... This is taking place in my backyard. Oh, wow. And okay. it's so big. It's so nice. I love to host. And so sure. this just kind of combined a couple of my passions together. Wow. One of them being my backyard. Okay. So you're doing this whole thing in your backyard. It's amazing that it's getting like such high ratings. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. And and so this is something... I, mean, that, I don't think it's that amazing. I think it's pretty typical, right? You hear this concept and you say that's going to be a good... Sure. No, it's a very exciting concept. Um, I'm just used to seeing like reality shows happening in the jungle or on islands or what have you. And what, what made you think, I'm going to put this in my own backyard? Well, I was sitting out in my backyard hmm. um, fighting with my husband, lover, hmm. and I thought, oh my gosh, if I had some sort of incentive to winning this argument or for the two of us to continue to be together, hmm. i.e. being able to swing with someone that I love, maybe Howie Mandel, someone like that. Sure. Um, and so then the whole concept just came to me while I was standing there right in my backyard. Mm. And I thought, why do it anywhere else if this is where the idea was generated? Not enough brilliant ideas happen in the place they were conceived. I couldn't agree more with you, Dean. So, um, you know, uh, the, the most exciting part is the reveal, obviously, at mm. the end of each season about which celebrities is that season's celebrity. Yeah. In the past, we've had Stephen Baldwin, yes. Jessica Simpson, yes. and Paul Giamatti. Three of my favorites. And, I mean, can you give us any hint about what this season or subsequent season celebrities might be? Sure. Howie Mandel. Okay, you like Howie. Um, yeah. I love Howie. Um, we're going to go with Lena Dunham is there. Oh, wow, okay. Um, so, I'm not sh- I thought the whole idea was that you were... I expected a little more resistance when I asked you this question. No. I thought the whole idea was that the couples didn't know. I guess you probably already filmed. My lawyer's waving, keep talking, keep talking. <laughs> Your lawyer is, for some reason, also her lawyer. Yeah, not, we share one. It's so okay. nice to see you, by the way. Wow, interesting. Okay, I <laughs> Normally it's just at the courthouse, but... D- didn't realize you guys had a previous knowledge of one another. Yeah. So you... But you're willingly telling me all of these celebrities, so I... The, let me clarify. These are celebrities in my, um, like, dream bucket. I see. Okay. You do don't know for, for, for sure. No. I haven't gone out and asked them yet, but I will. And the cu- and the couples that um, sign up to be on this reality show, they mm. have no idea. They don't know what the gender of the person is going to be. They Mm-mm. don't know if they're even going to be attracted to them. No. And then when they win, of course, the winning couple has to 
I, they're filmed yes. having a threesome with this celebrity. Yes, I'm not a pervert, so we don't show. Yeah, the you film. blur things. I'm sure we blur things, and we, you can listen to the full audio though. Okay, wow, full. Yep. Um, but they know. They don't know. Have you ever had anybody find out who the celebrity was and be disappointed or visibly? Well, no. No. No, they're always so happy. I that's that's the best part of this job is seeing the joy on these couples' faces when they're revealed a celebrity that they get to make love to with their partner. Yeah, right. And you force the uh, the losing couples to get divorced. That's oh, part yeah. of they sign a contract and everything. Huh? Oh yeah, we have all the the paperwork is already filled out and so they just need to sign mm. and we actually a lot of I've held people's hands and signed with them because wow. there's been resistance. Um, you you say hold hands like it's a supportive move, but you mean physically? No, I mean physically. Grab their I hand, move their pen and for make them. them sign it, yeah. yeah, but yeah. it's their fingers on the pen, so it's still legal. Right, right. And what's the thinking behind uh, behind that? Behind making the losers? Is it just stakes? Setting stakes for the reality show? Or? Yeah, I mean, one, there has to be a consequence, right? When you lose. Sure you lose and so they have to lose their partner. It's also this idea that I know all of these couples are unhappy. So I actually think I'm doing them a favor by saying I'm, I'm make, I'm doing this for you. I know you wanted it anyway. We would have just been waiting for years and years for this to happen, but instead let's do it right here, right now. Just be done with it. Right. Right. And then you actually, not only do you force them to get divorced, but you also force them to sit and watch the mm. other couple make love to the celebrity. Yes. Which I think they is They can neat. choose to either be in the room or behind a curtain. Oh, but nice. no wall. No wall. They no have wall to listen. They have to also listen to the full audio. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And so, um, you know, people criticize uh, your corner of the reality TV world mm. because, you know, it sets this like... Uh, impossible bar for like it sort of commodifies love as something to be one right and uh, a lot of times you know there's editing that suggests that someone's like a total villain and then they end up getting death threats after Mm. they're on the show and all that Mm. how do you how do you respond to those kinds of criticisms i respond by saying if this isn't what you thought love was then you have been not paying attention to the world you think it's an accurate um depiction of what love is i think finally someone is saying out loud this is what marriage is. This is what love is. Yeah. It's a competition. It's brutal. It's hard. It's scary. Mm. And it ends in either a threesome or a divorce. Gotcha. Those yeah. are the options. Well, that's famously what happens, right? Is that a, a, a couple, a little bored after a while, says like, why don't we open it up? They mm-hmm. think it's a good idea. It ends up backfiring on them, right? Yes. So I'm hoping this just kind of allows the American people to finally admit to themselves what they've been mm. pretending Right. Isn't true. Right. What a, what a, what a gift you're giving the Thank American you. public. Thank you. Yeah. And, um, yes. I, you know, I, I don't want to neglect my, my other guest here. Um, Paul, Tony, do you have any, uh, thoughts on any of this stuff? <laughs> any thought? Well, I was just thinking, I was reminiscing in my mind as you were talking mm. about how, how many celebrities have come through our, our cruises. Mm. Oh and I could like, gosh, if you yes. want me to, I can snatch a few of them up. You can film a season oh right from our deck. We have an open <gasps> deck this, uh, oh. this summer on one of our wow. cruises. Um, maybe, a season of your show at sea would be would bring in even yeah, more. Yeah, we can have a sea season. A sea season. Sea season. Yeah. I've had a lot of seasons and assists. Season assists. I think a season assist is different. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, we have an open deck. The Blank Street wow. Boys had to cancel. The Blank Street Boys? Yeah, they're the uh, they're the ultimate Backstreet Boys so cover cover band. They cover songs that were have already been covered by the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. <laughs> They have a full-time researcher. 
on their, wow. in their band. Wow. And you've got Third City doing comedy. Yeah. And you've got, what was the other one? Uh, the Impractical Joke Boys. Right. right. <laughs> They're right. also a cover. They're a cover group. Mm. Have you ever done that? Have you ever had a season where in, instead of just one celebrity, it's maybe a whole band? Well, they th- that's where I draw the line in which um, the, cu- the couples ahead of time have to say, would you be okay with a, a group scene? Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but nobody yet. It's starting to sound pretty pornographic at this point. Oh, no. How is this not legally pornography, I guess is my question. Right. So remember earlier when I said blur? Sure. There'd be a blur. Yes, but there... My lawyer is freaking out. (laughs) I mean, I... uh, It's making me very uncomfortable because I'm uh, very uncomfortable with my own sexuality. I could tell. Would you consider being a celebrity guest? I don't know oh, that is well, my podcast would have to explode in a way that I couldn't even dream of. Well, we've been we've been kind of having to mix into the the DF list. And uh, I feel like you're at least there. OK, I'm very uncomfortable with even just the idea uh, or the question being posed to me. So I think maybe Come on, the actual, just do it. Okay. I would have thought just that the D it. list okay. or the F list would be something completely different from this show. But <laughs> so it's apparently a bad thing. <laughs> but if I if you think it's going to help my career, then I don't know. I could come into I, your office and we could sit on the couch and talk about it. That would be a good idea. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have a single leather couch in beautiful. my office. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I have a proposal as well real mm. quick. I, sure. We have a singles cruise that launches from <sighs> Fort Lauderdale and goes all the way up. So oh, Mississippi. Mississippi, okay. All yeah. the way up. Wow. It's a three days. Mm-hmm. Everyone's single. Everyone gets off the boat double. <laughs> wow. Also kind of menacing. Like you have a rule that people have to... No. It's just you know. a stat. Let me ask you something. Presumably you book an even number of people on that cruise <laughs> ship, on a, on a singles cruise. Uh, what happens when you lose one? What happens when the boat tips yeah, over and you, you lose one? Yeah, you did mention... Now you have an odd number. The <clears> number <throat> of fatalities. We, a, we have a policy called... My lawyer's going to hate this. Uh, but we've got a policy called eye for an eye. Anytime we lose someone on board, we have to take another one out. Really? Yeah, really? Mainly for so. the single screws. Yeah. Well, it's not a big luckily deal. Luckily, you always have that moment where the mail is being delivered that you can always like pop one off real quick. Right? Mm. Is that how you do it? Or? Yeah. I got distracted when you said that the mail is being delivered because I picked. sometimes we do have men mm. delivered when, when in order to replace another one. Oh, you bring human beings Sometimes in. you have to replace... Yeah, if a guy is underperforming, because uh, mo- the women do great on these things. They have no problems. I'm but sometimes we need to bring in extra mail. Mm. So, <laughs> so, Fran, you're uh, looking for signs of uh, an alien cover-up in government documents that have been declassified. Constantly. That's fun. Yes. Uh, real quick, what's that all about? Well, I... I have to go. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, Paul Tony has to- Paul Tony is leaving as he arrived, uh, quickly and with a race car sound effect. Thank you, Paul Tony. Uh, we appreciate your. There Thank he goes. you, Paul Tony. It was awesome to see you again. Truly, the alien thing—it's just because. Truly, if I don't do it, it doesn't seem like anyone's going to. Yeah, it does seem like that. Um, I mean, I have to ask the last, my, my sort of last question here is, um, you know, you talked at the beginning of this about how the whole germ of the idea of your reality show was that you were having problems with your husband. Yes. And you were fantasizing about sleeping with Howie Mandel. Yes. I guess, A, did you ever make that a reality? Mm-hmm. And or, you know, B, are you still married? Did it save your marriage? Like, what's your situation now? What's your we, status? We did swing with Howie. Wow. It was amazing. Now, famously, he's a germaphobe, right? Yes. So how did that go down? Tarps. Tarps. And ponchos. Wow. 
And that's the show for this week, everybody. Paul Tony Jinla was played by our old friend Brian DeLaberer. You've heard him here on this podcast before. He's a Vermont improviser, teacher, videographer who regularly performs on the Mothra and Kingdom Kids shows at Vermont Comedy Club. Fran Poplar was played by Maggie Phelan. Maggie is a Los Angeles-based stand-up and improv comedian and writer. We love her dearly. I'm Nathan Hartzuk playing Dean Ardenfell. You can follow this podcast at The Corporation Pod on Instagram and TikTok and visit the website at thecorporationpod.com. I would love it if you would subscribe and review, tell your friends about this show, share the clips online. I love making this podcast and I really want to get it out there. And hey, if you're in the Burlington area, I hope you'll check out a show at Vermont Comedy Club and say hi. See you next week. Bye.